0: Soul Sovereignty and Spiritual Energy in All Things Part 2 by Oyan Farvahar Unnoticeable to a rational mind, our soul is in constant exchange of spiritual energies with everything around us. We have to pay attention to the nature of these energies, invite deeper connection to those that are nourishing our life energy, and disengage from others that are draining it. Hi, this is Ayan Farwar. I am glad you are here. If it's your first time here, this channel is about self-realization and honoring our life purpose and meaning. If you are interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. This is part two of a three-part series focused on a view of life as the spiritual journey of soul to sovereignty. Part 1 described the idea that everything we experience in life has a spiritual energy in its core, and our soul is in constant communication and spiritual exchange with these energies. If you have not listened to Part 1, please consider doing so and return to this presentation with more background on this topic. The focus of part 2 here is to describe various types of these spiritual energies and how they affect us. If you are interested in spiritual concepts, you may find the information presented here useful. But if you are not as interested and wish to focus on practical tips related to soul sovereignty, you can skip the content here, and jump directly to part 3 using the link provided in the description below. A Grouping of Spiritual Energies The spiritual energies around us can be divided into six groups or types. This grouping is based on my personal view and understanding, and is by no means absolute or complete. But, they are useful and distinct enough to contemplate on. The spiritual energies are Spiritual energy of material objects, including shapes and orientations, Spiritual energy of nature, plants, and animals, Mother Earth, and nature spirits, Spiritual energy of instinctual impulses, morphic fields of organisms, Spiritual energy of collective groups, ancestral spirits, folks' spirits, and collective beliefs. Spiritual energy of soul, heart, and self, spiritual essence of an individual. Spiritual energy of transpersonal archetypes, astrological, spiritual, and primordial archetypes. Let's go deeper into each one of these, and find examples to highlight their spiritual influences. Spiritual energy of material objects, including shapes and orientations Material objects, shapes, and orientations have spiritual energy that can influence our mood and well-being. Earth minerals, crystals, and gemstones are believed to have spiritual healing properties. Religious and sacred symbols and icons like cross in Christianity, menorah in Judaism, or mandalas in Eastern spiritual wisdom traditions, also have spiritual energy about them. We can sense the effect of these energies, when wearing or focusing on these symbols or icons. In addition to objects themselves, we can also notice their spiritual energy in spaces and orientations. For example, being inside a cathedral or a place of worship, or even sitting in a large room with high ceiling can be spiritually uplifting, inviting inspirations, compared to being in an ordinary space. Even placement of stone blocks in ancient monolithic structures, such as the Stonehenge in England, indicates spiritual relevance of such formation in ceremonies and rituals. In addition, delicate attention to orientation and boundaries of living and ceremonial spaces has been an inseparable part of different religions and shamanic and ancient wisdom traditions across the world. Spiritual Energy of Nature, Plants, and Animals, Mother Earth and Nature Spirits The spiritual energy of nature, plants, and animals are easiest for us to feel and access. Simply being in nature, walking among trees, flowers, and plants, or interacting with animals, is nourishing and uplifting spiritually and emotionally. That is because all things in nature, including all plants and animals, have spirits, Nature Spirits have spiritual energy that is nourishing and comforting to our soul. Our affinity to the energy of Mother Earth and Nature Spirits goes back to our ancestral tradition and history. Our livelihood and vitality, including food, medicine, and spiritual well-being, all depend on how closely we can stay connected to the nourishing spiritual energy of the Mother Earth and Nature Spirits. Spiritual Energy of Instinctual Impulses Morphic Fields of Organisms Survival behavior of species and organisms are governed by a set of subconscious instructions or urges, such as urge to survive, urge to procreate, or urge to dominate. These urges are conveniently explained through instinct, but less attention is given to where the instinct itself is located or comes from. The fascinating work of Dr. Rupert Sheldrake brings some needed insights into this question. Dr. Sheldrake's work reveals the presence of an invisible field of knowledge and instructions unique to all organisms, governing their existential behaviors. These fields are known as morphogenetic or morphic fields, and govern the most complex group behaviors, for example, how ants or bees create complex colonies, or how hatched monarch butterflies know their migratory destination, thousands of miles away or how a school of fish or a flock of birds can move together in a super-synchronized motion. We humans also have our own instinctual morphic field, and are influenced by its urges and impulses to various degrees, including our urge for survival, sensuality, procreation, and power. Interestingly enough, According to the ancient wisdom tradition of chakras, these instinctual impulses are related to spiritual energy of first three chakra centers in our body. In case you are interested to know more about Dr. Sheldrick's work or chakra centers, I have provided a couple of useful links in the description below. Spiritual Energy of Collective Groups Ancestral Spirits, Folk Spirits, and Collective Beliefs As indicated in Part 1, our over-identification with collective groups can influence our feelings, thoughts, and decisions in life. A collective group, as defined here, is a group that gives us a form of identity that is not unique to us, but rather shared among all members of the group. We usually inherit this identity through our nationality, culture, ancestral heritage, or otherwise based on a personal choice, for example, identifying with a professional organization, a sport club, a college, a political party, a collective belief system or worldview, and so on. As an example, if I over identify with a collective group, like a college sport team, losing a game can have significant negative effect, making me feel depressed for a day or two, even though nothing really happened to me personally. Collective groups and beliefs have their own spirits, and when over-identified with, can possess and take away the individual sovereignty of their members. The words like ancestral spirits or folk spirits, Are indicative of spiritual influence of collective groups of people and how it can take control over the behavior of everyone in the group. Identifying with collective groups or communities is a part of our nature and brings unity and a sense of belonging to our lives. Belonging to a community and honoring our family, ancestral, and cultural values invite deeper connection to others, and can make our lives richer and more meaningful. However, over-identification with collective groups can diminish their positive values, especially if one ends up losing the sense of individuality, or even worse, losing soul sovereignty in the process. Spiritual Energy of Soul, Heart, and Self Spiritual Essence of an Individual Not all spiritual energies around us are external and impersonal. There is another source that is internal and very personal. This source is the energy and clairvoyance wisdom of our innermost essence, or a sense of being that goes beyond our personality, We can call this source, our soul, our heart, our higher mind, our true self, and so on. This source is accessible to all of us, and can be felt inside, if one is ready to search for it and invite its connection. In fact, the goal of many meditation practices and shamanic journeys is to gain access to this source and through that, be nourished by its spiritual energy and clairvoyance wisdom. Connection to the soul or to the heart can be experienced by anyone who can create a space inside, a space away from all aspects of one's personality. Staying connected to the energy of our heart or soul leads to manifestation of soul sovereignty And birth of authentic individuality. We can also notice this energy in others around us. For example, when meeting others, we intuitively sense that some among them have higher positive energy than the others. Spiritual Energy of Transpersonal Archetypes Astrological, Spiritual, or Primordial Archetypes Archetypes are ancient common patterns that describe how humans experience the world. Archetypes have existed across all cultures and time periods in history and have therefore very similar intuitive meaning to all humans. For example, hero, father, mother, light, darkness, etc. are all archetypes describing an intuitive essence or pattern of behavior. Archetypes can be grouped in different ways. For example, astrological ages or constellations are believed to have archetypal influence on human psyche and the events in the history of the world. Archetypes can also be spiritual, like celestial beings, angels, demons, etc or primordial, like God. Archetypes have a distinct spiritual energy, for example, darkness, light, life, death, good, evil, fear, courage, love, hate, etc. each have a distinct energy about them. The influence of archetypes on our soul is subtle, and hard to notice, because we are unconscious of them and usually accept their influences as a part of our personality or belief. For example, if someone is possessed by love or by hate, that person may do something that one would otherwise never do, under normal circumstances, or someone may notice a sense of anger or darkness inside without knowing why it is there. Not every feeling or belief we notice inside is necessarily ours. Some could be transferred to us through other people or environments around us. In psychology, this phenomenon is known as transference. In Shamanism and ancient wisdom traditions, this can be described as spiritual attachment or intrusion. Greek mythology is also filled with archetypes, represented as primordial deities, demigods, gods, and goddesses. For example, Eros, the god of love, Athena, the goddess of reason, Apollo, the god of music and art, or Aphrodite, the goddess of beauty, and so on. In shamanic or ancient wisdom traditions, elementals such as earth, fire, water, air, or wind are honored as sacred spirits that influence all beings. For example, earth symbolizes life and our inseparable connection to all living beings, also grounded and nourished by the earth. Fire symbolizes ritual purification of past burdens, or whatever holds us back from manifesting transcendence and higher wisdom. Fire can also facilitate an opportunity for rebirth and renewal of life. Water symbolizes ritual cleansing and revitalization of all aspects of our being, giving our bodies the gift of life, even facilitating spiritual cleansing of our soul through various rituals and rites of passage for transformation. Water is a symbol of spiritual transformation in some religions too, for example, baptism in Christianity. Air symbolizes higher realms and transcendence connecting us to higher spiritual realities beyond the ordinary consciousness. There may be differences in meaning and essence of such symbolism, but the key point here is that the elementals have spiritual energy. In addition to these, there are also other benevolent spirits, accessible through active imagination, shamanic journeys, or other spiritual ceremonies, In shamanism, these spirits could be called spirit guides or power animals, or at a deeper and more personal level, daimon, guardian spirit, or celestial twin. These benevolent spirits can become inner companion of one's soul to provide guidance or intuitive insights in the course of one's life. More specifically, initiating connection to guardian spirit, can mark the beginning of one's individuation and higher spiritual awakening. In fact, Shamans have multiple spirit companions, and usually one chief guardian spirit, to assist them in navigating the shamanic cosmos and the spirit world in order to protect their communities. From personal experience, The Benevolent Spirits are allies and protectors of humans, and every person has a Guardian Spirit or Celestial Twin. Unfortunately, most of us never become aware of our Guardian Spirits and live life without connecting to them or benefiting from their clairvoyance guidance. If you are interested to know more about this topic, Please refer to two of my earlier presentations on Inner Guides and Shamanic Journey, linked in the description below. Closing Remarks of Part 2 In closing, I hope you have found the ideas presented here useful. The most important takeaway here is to realize that unnoticeable to a rational mind, our soul is in constant exchange of spiritual energy with everything around us. Our perspectives about ourselves, others, and life in general are all the result of this exchange. We have to pay attention to the nature of these energies, invite deeper connection to those that are nourishing and life promoting, and disengage from others that are negative and drain our energy. In Part 3, we review a few practical tips and suggestions one can do to manage these energies and begin taking steps toward Soul Sovereignty. If you have found the ideas presented here useful, please like and share it with your like-minded friends. Also, please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments. Your support is the foundation of this channel, and encourages me to create more content in the future. If you have requests for future topics, please share it as a comment or contact me through my bio link below. For more information about myself and life mentorship services I offer, please find my bio link in the description below. Blessings